Welcome to the Mindful Leadership Podcast with your host, Jason Cooper. In these episodes, you'll be listening to some of the world's most dynamic leaders to find out exactly what they do and how they work in this ever-changing world. We'll be discussing all things to do with sales, the mind, leadership, business, coaching, and so much more. And we're good to go. So welcome today on Mindful Leadership. My name's Jason Cooper, and I'm very excited today. Got a good friend of mine that we met about two years ago um, at the Guinness Enterprise Center in Dublin. And I sort of jumped in on his uh, seminar that he was presenting just because I was curious, really. And um, I was actually running a workshop myself that that day. And I just sat in and uh, we sort of connected from there. And Two years later, we, we we carried on. So Domingo Silvas, is that the correct pronunciation of your yes. name? Yes, correct. Excellent. So I've got a little bit of a script about where you come from. So you sort of humble beginnings uh, from where you started, and then you went all the way up to being a CEO, and you've also been in the U.S. Arm, Army, is that correct, uh, or Army veteran, and you've been a serial entrepreneur for even a day after that and you've uh, grown companies but you from out of that you've learned how to grow companies but you've also learned how to teach that back to people and so that they can grow and they can make a growth model out of the way that you work and how successful that you've been and uh, we met in Ireland and I know that you work this space in is it Australia and in the US and several other countries around the world. I probably can't name them all, but uh, I know of a few of them. And I know you have an office in, is Australia you have an office as well? Is that right? That's correct, that's correct. So um, I'm, yeah, this this is gonna be an interesting one because uh, I'm fascinated with you because you're um, a passionate um, facilitator. When I heard you speak, you're just like all engaging. So for this, this podcast is gonna be really insightful. Uh, so just tell me about who you are and your journey from where where you started from where you are now. Just you don't have to go for the whole step, but sort of incremental steps from where you started. Well, I it, well, first of all, thank you for having me, Jason. It's um, it's been great. You're right. Two years ago, we connected and um, we stayed connected since then. And so mm-hmm. um, I'm excited to be on on your uh, your show here. Um, you know, my entrepreneur journey started actually out of needing to provide for my family, you know. So when I got out of the military, my wife went in the military and and um, we were living in Europe for a while, came back to the States. Mm-hmm. Um, we had two children at that time and I needed to um, be able to, to, I wanted to provide a life better mm-hmm. than possibly that I had, right? I wanted to make sure that my children never went wanting. Um and so uh, my journey began by taking risk. You know, a lot of people, when they start an entrepreneur journey, it is riskful, but I was willing, I had nothing else to lose. What it, you know, if you got nothing else to lose, you go with the mentality that I understand I'm going to risk it. I know that um, I've got nothing to lose and I've got everything to move forward with. Um, it gave me a lot of fire and passion behind it. So when the right opportunity came along 20 years ago, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, I was, willing and determined to make it work. Um, 
And in the last 20 years, just from that venture, so from the first one was in, literally in internet marketing back in 2000, mm-hmm. I uh, worked really hard to learn everything about the industry, learn everything about understanding how to do business, how to do sales, how to do marketing, how to do operations. When, you know, and the, the thing is, is we're, when we go into an opportunity, we're not given the blueprints like hey, here, mm-hmm. here, just just follow these steps and you know exactly what you, you're going to do. And I, you know, it was nothing like that. So it was a lot. I made a lot of mistakes. I wouldn't say nine out of 10 mistakes, um, but I was determined to learn. Mm-hmm. And and from that, I was able to take that business three years later and create a seven figure business out of it. Wow. Um, and, and that's the thing is that I mm-hmm. I. It, it wasn't I, a lot of people say, well, you were just lucky. I said, no, it was determination. I wasn't going to stop. Even though I failed nine out of 10 times, I just needed one win to, for me to say, wow, okay, I'm going in the right direction. And a few businesses later, you know, I have since then have created um, six, seven figure businesses. And the reason, like part of your introduction with me, is the reason why I'm so passionate about teaching business to people. Is because I wasn't given the blueprint. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I wasn't told what to do. I. Everybody had different opinions, but I. It, nothing was working for me. So I needed to find out what was the universal blueprint that would work with every business. How was I able to repeat the success from one business to another? And that's what led me to, you know, going to Ireland and teaching my methodology on um, basically on those principles because it's it's. We are in a movement, uh, especially today, uh, for entrepreneurship. And in that movement, there's so many people that are looking and determined to create some success, not only for them, but their families. Same thing I was looking for 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And my goal is to be able to help provide them that blueprint to make it a lot easier of a road trip and um, a, a lot easier of a journey and, and create success faster than um, success came to me. And I wish I had that many years ago when I first started out. I wish I had a coach or mentor like you that could actually maybe uh, get there quicker than rather than just making up all these mistakes after mistakes after mistakes. And then, as you say, you get one or two lucky breaks, but then you have to work really bloody hard at it. Yeah. There's um, there's a saying, you, you make your own luck in this world. And the only way you can make your own luck is to learn from the mistakes and not do them again or make sure that you don't do them again. But if there was a, a, a sort of a, an easier process that you can just jump on and go, well, this is this is what you can do if you're willing to take the time and effort to follow this process, then you could enable yourself to get some sort of success out of there. So what is success for you? How, how does that look like um, when you started? What, what was the key indicators for uh, a, a slight success learning there you go oh hang on a minute i might have something here you know it was uh <laughs> it's it's an interesting balance between success and and failure or a learning moment right uh, a learning situation because um like, like I, I i'm different from a lot of people because i didn't mind hitting the brick wall and failing or hitting the brick wall and having things not work out because it kind of told me oh I don't do, I don't need to do that again. It must be the other way, right? Mm -hmm. It's almost like hitting a fork in the road and just trying to decide which way to go left or right. There's no wrong decision because 
eventually you're going to go down a road. You're going to move forward. You take a step, you're moving forward. And sometimes you might have to move to the side. Sometimes you have to move a little bit, you know, uh, backwards. But what kept me going was the fact that um, I was willing to, uh, once I hit that one little success, whatever it was, that little tiny win, I knew that there was another win behind it. Um, you know, so it's it's almost like um, I think it was Thomas Edison who created the light bulb ten thousand times, right? He re- mm-hmm. rejected nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine didn't work, but that one did. And when you look at it that way, you know, I think a lot of people don't celebrate the the wins, the success. And I saw it as a yes, I'm going in the right direction, and and um, and that's really what was different for me. I I looked at every single situation. So when I did win or I did have a level of success, I stood back for a moment, appreciated that moment and say, let's go do it again. And understand that I, I may not do it again right away, but I I knew that as they started coming more and more often, that there was going to be a continuous level as I continue learning on what to do, what not to do. And that, that was it. I mean, really a determination really can lead you to success. You gotta be determined to go go for it. Of course, and I'm, I can I can understand there's a bit of a trigger behind it, as you just uh, as you suggested earlier on, your family were young, um, and that must have given you a huge motivator to go. Well, hang on a minute, I I don't want them to go how I grew up. I want them to have a better life, and I want them to have all the things that maybe I never had as a kid. So that must have been a really massive motivator for you to just keep moving forward and also the the learnings that you had along the way was incredible you're you're on one of the small people out there uh that are generally hugely motivated and you are going well i just need to keep moving forward i need to keep moving forward i need to see what i've learned take the stock of that and just keep moving forward again. I love that about you. And when I've heard you speak before in the past, you tell us about that journey that you had along the way, which is incredible and how you quickly got up to CEO within a certain amount of time and you did this, that and the other. So tell me a little bit more about that if you could. Yeah, you know, I look at it this way. So September of 2019, um, I, uh, with a group of with two of my friends, went to Mount, Mount went to um, Japan to climb Mount mm-hmm. Fuji, and I translate. I, it was interesting, and I I took that journey up the mountain, and I was able to appreciate the journey I took as an entrepreneur as I was climbing that mountain. Because yeah. here's the thing: nothing's easy, right? Taking a step forward is an unknown. You don't know what's going to happen the next step and next step, and mm-hmm. and. And so as I was, it was interesting because as I was climbing the mountain, I had pains. I had, you know, my leg hurt, my toes were stubbed, uh, yeah. my ankle was twisted, you know, I was out of breath. And, like, and, and I, I relate that to the journey that I was going through as an entrepreneur because we're going to have those obstacles put in front of us. But I was determined to get to the end goal. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it didn't matter if I got there in five hours it doesn't matter if I got there in nine hours. I got there, right? Mm-hmm. And I and I think that's what people need to understand is that it's it's not, for me, it was not, I need to get there by December. It's more like I just got to get there and I got to keep moving forward and figure out how do I adjust from what I'm learning? 
Um, mm -hmm. How do I keep moving things? And so I, when I see back then, when I, when I first got started, you know, I didn't come from much, right? I came from immigrant family um, and never went to college, you know, but I knew that I had the ability to do more. I had the ability mm -hmm. to learn more. I had the ability to, to, um, to really get what I wanted to, whatever I wanted to put my, um, to get done. And, and I took that in, I really owned it. You know, it's, yeah. it's not like uh, what I didn't do is play the victim role. In other words, oh, everything is against me, uh, me, 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 me. It was not about me. It was about what I can do in the current situation I have to keep moving forward. Um, and knowing that, you know, you're never on a journey on your own. There's always people going to be dependent on you. There's going to be people watching you. There are people that are waiting for you to take your first step in order for them to take their first step. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting how you start moving into a leadership role within your own family, within your own surroundings, within your own community. And that also provides uh, a, another level of determination so that you can see that you're not doing this just for you. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's kind of how it, it's been for the last 20 years. Wow, I love that. Uh, that I love that story about the, the Mount Fuji and relating it back to business because I can really understand that. That that does resonate with me. So, what excites you about what you do? What what makes you just move on forward on a day to day basis? There's, there must be something inside just going, "Oh, I love it," or or whatever it might be. What in your words? Seeing seeing what is possible through other people's eyes. Okay. And what I mean by that is like when I work with my clients or I work with companies or I work with or even just, you know, uh, mentor kids or mentor students, high school, like I mentor, um, I'm, I'm part of the master's program for the University of Australia. And and I go in there and help with the master's program of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. It's it's helping people identify and recognize or recognize more um, that anything is possible, you know, that things are achievable. And if I can be an example of a, something that is, that we're capable of achieving, um, for any one person that motivates me. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and hope, and then hopefully they, they aim higher and they do better. It's not about, uh, here's my level of success. Can you surpass me? No, it's about how far can you take yourself as long as you believe, how far can you see yourself going? And that really does motivate me. And how, how do you deal with uh, adversity for yourself? And how do you recognize it in others to just say, well, this is maybe what you can possibly do to get over what you are, but it's obviously down to you if, if you want it bad enough. But adversity is obviously a big thing quite right now, as we know, we're all, as a global, at the moment, uh, the COVID and all of that. So what would you say to entrepreneurs based on your own journey is how you've dealt with adversity? Um, that's a great question because I think the best way to explain it is that if I stop thinking, if I stop doing, I will never move. And as if you never move, you're never going to get out of the situation you're in. I, we have the capability of moving ourselves and moving forward and and getting past things right if i would have stopped on the mountain i would have never made it to the top 
Mm-hmm. I could have just turned around. Um, and and it, sometimes it's easier just to turn around. And I get it. I mean, if it's life threatening or you're hurting somebody else or something, I mean, you have to reevaluate. But if you're not, if it's just a mental thing where you tell yourself that, you know, maybe should I turn around or maybe I should do this, but but you have the strength to keep going. You got to push mm-hmm. through. You know, like every step you take is into a new is is basically a new opportunity. So if you stop, you're just not creating a new opportunity. If you keep going, things will you'll you'll be able to see things from a different perspective. And that I think that's how I face it. Mm-hmm. I I know that there's another opportunity out there. I know there's another way of looking at the current situation. And then I've I've surrounded myself with amazing mentors, amazing people. Um, my network, I can reach out to you, for example, Jason, and mm-hmm. say, hey, I have this situation. Help me see it past it. Um, and I'm not afraid to ask for help. And and that's all, you know, you kind of put all that together and you really, it's really hard to box in or get boxed in if you have that ability to be able to look beyond that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, that's really good. And it's very clear from people to understand. And it's, it is so good to reach out to other people and say, look, I'm stuck here. And it, it, it shows character. I think it shows a growth mindset that like I'm, I've made mistakes and I'm stuck in a place and to reach out to someone like yourself or, or whoever else, but also to have some smart people around you that you can also lean on to, uh, uh, or whether they're a mentor or whatever. And having a mentor is absolutely fundamental, I think, anyway, to to just a sounding card, really, and for them to give you a bit of guidance to just say, well, you might need to explore that or you might need to explore that or, or whatever it might be. So what what challenges are you facing right now? What, how, how, I know we're all in uh, challenging times, but what, what challenges are, are you facing now and how do you think you're going to overcome them? Well, that's a good question because, you know, we're all in a very interesting position right now because of um, the current pandemic that's going on or COVID. Um, You know, I travel a lot. You know, I have uh, clients all over the world. So Mm -hmm. I had to shift my model from doing in-business meetings to Zoom. Um, But everybody has to shift. Everybody had to do that. Right. Um, So one thing I learned, though, is that it's it's knowledge it's people are seeking knowledge and experience and if that knowledge and experience is shared in person or via zoom it's the same knowledge and experience so i found myself being able to do a lot more business virtually and a lot more around the world Mm -hmm. now because of the current situation so it helped me reevaluate my business model thinking okay maybe i don't need to although I, i love traveling and i've been to 57 countries and i want to keep going but maybe I don't need to get up and go and go to um, Ireland and Dublin and do a presentation. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can do everything from home and and spend more time at home and reevaluate. So the, the big thing right now I, I strongly recommend to everyone is that this is a good time to reevaluate your business model, uh, adjust it, and you know and and pivot it a little bit and and use this time to kind of like uh, position yourself. You know, get yourself grounded. Get yourself. Um, in a position where you can make the right decisions and mm-hmm. and look at other resources available. I think a lot of people, uh, one of the big things I've done right now is I look for collaborations, you know, working with others. And so yeah. like reaching out to you, Jason, and in your network and you reaching out to me with 
my virtual summit and, mm -hmm. you know, just expanding how we can help each other. Um, it's, it's almost like social distancing in a way has brought us closer <laughs> together, you know, virtually. Great. Yeah. You know, so I, I look I at that. I was going to say, I find, I find this area so fascinating. And I, I believe now that everyone has to pivot and everyone has to had to change their business model immediately. I know people like yourself that have traveled the world and they're teaching in this country and that country, but now they just do it at home. But you know, it's, it makes you think that why didn't I do this before rather than constantly being on planes and airports, look at that time I've actually saved now and I can create more about all the time that I have actually saved. But, and the audience that you can reach is mass. Yeah. I, I think it's incredible. I think it's a great time to innovate. And I, I think we've um, all been through the crash that happened in uh, 2007, 2008, and we've been to the dot-com bubble burst and we've been through that. But now is the strange times. But we had the technology. I feel like the $6 million man here. But we had the technology here to really start to push the boundaries and reach a lot of people. And I found that fascinating. And it's good that you pivoted that way in Klein. So where do you see yourself going after this? Um, how do you see your business model moving forward? Well, I'm, it's definitely going to be virtual. Um, I'm teaching more on virtual. I'm bringing on more students, um, you know, from around the world virtually into my groups. I'm, I'm, one thing that's interesting is that we are moving into a community-based um, society, right? So mm -hmm. finding people of like-minded individuals, like-minded hobbies, like-minded activities that we like to do. Um, just before we um, went live here, we were, you and I were talking about mountain biking. That's right, yeah. You know, and to be able to connect with other people with that interest. So going out and building groups based on what your interests are, what we're finding, at least what I'm finding, is that um, if there's something of interest where two people can um, really come together and say, yeah, I like this too and I like that, you'd be surprised on what collaborations, what other opportunities may come up. So because we're moving into a community-based society uh, based on our interests and hobbies, I, you know, I'm focused more on that. I'm focused on um, creating communities that are something I'm passionate about and working mm -hmm. with individuals that are passionate with me to, uh, with, with that topic as well. And um, I'm seeing that there's a lot more engagement there. There's a lot more um, um, uh, opportunities you can say um, to bridge into other, other countries, other niches. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I, if I think everybody needs to look at this as an amazing opportunity to be able to utilize what the internet was created for the true power yeah. to allow us to connect. Yeah. Um, in, and I think that's really true connections are really made, being made right now. I think that's, uh, I totally agree with you. And uh, since the lockdown, I've connected globally with lots of people that I never would have connected. So I, I belong to some international networking groups and people are from all over the world. And I, can, I would have never connected with people like that in that way before but I'm glad it happened because I've connected to some wonderful people out there. It's really authentic people, which um, I'm really happy to connect. And you never know, there's always room for collaboration in there. I think collaboration now is um, an interesting word and it's an interesting thing to do 
if you're willing to do it and test it and test the people or test the group or test the company out there to do it because I, I think i think that's uh, fascinating and i know i've i've collaborated with a few people and it's helped me learn and grow so what what advice would you give probably changing the subject to budding uh, 23 year olds and i know you probably teach a lot of this that um are in the similar space to where we were 20 years ago what sort of advice would you give them based on your your career journey from from where it was to where it is now uh, it's a long-winded you know, question i know yeah, it's a tough question because kids um, today are not made like we were made. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know, as far as what they have available to us, back when we got started 20 years ago, yeah, I was doing internet marketing, but it was dial-up. I had to wait two minutes for my computer to connect. And so, well. yeah, so we have, we're in a very interesting place right now. So if you're right now just getting started no matter what age you are into the internet world and you're trying to look for opportunities first thing first follow your passion it's a lot easier to stay committed to something if you're passionate about it um don't look for quick rich schemes because the truth is there's no such thing as it it's just because you made an extra amount of money today doesn't mean it's going to come in tomorrow but if you're mm -hmm. passionate about something you'll continue figuring out ways to make it work and it'll provide you more of a long stream of income um, try not to do everything. Uh, in other words, there's this opportunity here and there's this opportunity there. You know, stay focused, get grounded, follow that one path, get get really good at that, and then expand from there. I think as you know, I'm in I'm I'm in several businesses right now, but it it took me 20 years of experience to be able to manage things and put things in process in order for me to, I'm not managing them, I'm operating, I'm doing my pieces, but I put the right people in the right places uh -huh. um, to do that. And that took time and that took um, a lot of knowledge and experience to get there. Uh -huh. But if right now, follow your passion, follow your heart, get out there, be visible, share your knowledge, um, um, share your journey, and you'll start seeing your own community grow and you'll be able to monetize it online. Tell me, tell me about, um, that was an awesome answer. Thank you very much for that. And I'm sure people would appreciate that. And it is a logical way, but you know, when you're stuck in starting out, you probably just need a little bit of guidance as we already discussed before. So tell me about your business now. What, what, what are you up to? What, what is your businesses? You, you scaled quite a few businesses. I know you've sold a few along the way. And what, what is it right now? So I'm, I'm working on two things. Um, so the first one is called the, the Stimulus Summit. So if you go to StimulusSummit.com, um, you'll see that I'm doing a virtual summit every, every 90 days. I bring on 20 to 30 amazing speakers from around the world. Um, I've had a lot of the giants out there on my virtual stage. I interview them about what they're currently doing, how people can adapt. And I do that as a service. It's free. For anybody to come participate take a look you know be part of the interviews um and that's one way for me to give back and get you know not everybody has access to a lot of these people and i happen to, i happen to have it so why not use it and bring the knowledge out through something i enjoy doing so that's mm -hmm. one the second thing is the scale it up methodology that i created so all over the 20 years I created that universal blueprint that allows people to follow and adjust it based on their business needs and their business mission uh, and to be able to create uh, a multiple six-figure business out of it. And 
So I I'm focused on that right now, working with entrepreneurs that are really want to make a shift in their business. There, and, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. In the next 90 days, um, I focus on 90 days at a time. Not not it's great you have a target for next year, but in the next 90 days, things can shift, things can happen. And when you have the right mentoring and the right system put in place, you can see things really explode. So that's where the scale it up methodology comes in. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I remember you talking about that before and uh, incredible. And I should have jumped on it uh, when I had the opportunity, but I'm, I'm sure I still have the opportunity to do that. Just one thing. Um, where is your area of um, creative space? Where, where do you make the best creative uh, creativity, uh, like stretching your ideas and do you have an area? Do you have an office or do you go for walks or, or what, what, where, where do you find that you can expand on your ideas? Hmm. That's a good question because, um, I think there's not really a location or a specific niche. I'm, I love business strategy. Um, and because, uh, and my mind's always moving, it's, it's a very strategic mind. So I'm constantly, no matter where I'm at, no matter where I am, I'm constantly thinking about how people can really improve their business, how they can apply certain things that I've learned, um, to really improve things. So I find that I, I it's literally doing, you know, it's doing its thing 20 hours a day. Um, so there's not really a specific place, but I can tell you that. I'm passionate about traveling. I really am. So being locked down, it's a little bit much for me, but I'm passionate about traveling. I love seeing new cultures. The reason why I've been to 53, uh, 57 countries is because I love meeting new people. I love seeing what it's all about, which is why I was in Ireland when I met you. <laughs> you know, um, you get a better sense of people and how to uh, communicate with people universally um, by, you know, by traveling, but we're doing this now. So we're traveling virtually like we're doing right now in Zoom. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where I get a lot of my passion and my, 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 uh, my energy from. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know if there's a specific thing, but I, I have to think about that one further. Well, no, that's, that's cool. Like, it, um, uh, the reason why I asked that is, um, some people like musicians go to a studio or they go uh, up into the mountains and then they record the most amazing track or whatever or they have the most uh, the poets sit on a uh, outside a uh, sit on a by a tree and then they have the most amazing poetry and you know some some people meditate some people do other things and then they have their creative space so that that was the reason for that and uh, i'm sure you have your own time and go bang oh wow never thought that before so <laughs> yeah. And we all do. I know I do. I go, oh, I should write that down. I've got to write that down before I forget it. So um, uh, that was the reason for that question. Could you tell me something interesting that you've done quite recently that surprised you and made you go, wow, that was a, almost like a eureka moment? Um, actually, creating the virtual summit, um, the stimulus summit, was an aha moment for me because um, – I woke up in the middle of the night and the universe was telling me do a summit. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do a summit. I'm, I, it's been eight years since I've done one. Why should I do one? So I fought it and fought it. Uh, but here I am about to do my third one. I've had 60 hours of interviews. Um, I've met some most amazing people. So it's interesting that if you do some things that are uncomfortable, but you know, in the right, you're moving in the right direction. 
the opportunities are amazing as long as you keep your eyes open. So the virtual summit and the collaborations I've been able to create, I've created a partnership, for example, with Alex Stern, who is the co-founder of Constant Contact, took his company to one point something billion. Yeah. So now we're working together and collaborating on creating um, a insider circle where we're going to bring 50 people along and mentor them along with their businesses. That would have never happened if I didn't do the um, the virtual summit. So you just never know what's in front of you. If you allow yourself to be open to opportunities, things come along. That is awesome. Yeah, um, I think sometimes you have to trust the gut feeling because yeah. the brain takes over a little bit and you overthink it. The, the gut feeling, there's a bit, there's apparently there's a direct correlation between your gut and the head. So when you think of the gut feeling and you got that feeling, you go, go, well, I've got to run with it. I've got to roll with it. And that's how some of the best ideas are actually created because the head just gets involved and turns you off it. And uh, before you know it, you're out of the equation. So, so Domingo, how can people find you online? How, where, whereabouts are you? I know you're all over LinkedIn, but that, that, everywhere else, what, what are your URLs and your email addresses and, um, you can always reach out to me, Domingo, at Scale It Up. So scale, the number eight, up, uh, dot com, or go to scaleitup.com. Um, you can always reach out to me on LinkedIn or I'm on Facebook. You can message me on Facebook. And um, I love, you know, anybody who has any questions about their journey or what direction they're going in, no matter where you're at, no matter where you're located, love to connect with you. I really thoroughly enjoyed this. Uh, hopefully, I didn't put you under too much pressure with uh, no. the, the questions I asked. Uh, they might have been, uh, I just thought they were great for this uh, mindful leadership um, podcast that we're doing. And I appreciate your time and effort in this. So, thank you very much. No, thank you, Jason. And uh, I'm excited um, to be a part of this. And I can't wait to see what else you come up with. And, uh, you know, collaboration is everything. Absolutely. You've been listening to the Mindful Leadership Podcast with your host, Jason Cooper, with my very special guest, Domingo Silvers.